into God's holy word to find out more about how we are all born into sin and under the wrath of God. Smith, am I ever glad I wore this thick wool sweater underneath my jacket? Yes, I'm glad that all of you bundled up today. I didn't realize it would be this windy. So just where are we going again on this walk, Mrs. Smith? Well, Elizabeth, there is a special place I wanted you all to see. Maybe you've been there before, the New Garden Naval Shipyard. I wish you'd just call me Lizzie, Mrs. Smith. What is a naval shipyard anyway? All right, Lizzie. The New Garden Naval Shipyard is a massive shipyard that houses, builds, and repairs many boats, ships, and naval equipment that were used by our military. Wow, that sounds like a neat place. I just know you'll enjoy this, Rudy. I think we're almost here, Mrs. Smith. Look! Wow, look, you guys. Those boats are huge. I believe those are ships, Joey. They're gigantic. Aren't they? Can we go on one of the ships, Mrs. Smith? I'm afraid not today, Lizzie. Because it's windy and cold and we still have to walk back, we don't want to be late for Mr. G's Bible lesson today. But maybe another time, okay? Sure. Can any of you see the names on the ships? I see one titled the Enterprise. Do you know anything about that ship, Mrs. Smith? Well, I do know a little. I know that it's one of the longest, tallest, and mightiest warships to ever sail the seas. It also is the world's first nuclear-powered aircraft carrier. That sounds so scary. War sounds awful. It is, Joey. But sometimes it is a necessity. But... We better get going now. The clouds look pretty dark. Oh no, it's starting to pour. You know, children, as we're hurrying to go to the Bible study, why don't I share a short story with you? What kind of a story? Well, seeing these ships today and this bad weather we're having reminds me of a story I read when I was a little girl. I want to hear a story about ships. Well, this story is about a small steamer that encountered a terrific storm in the South Atlantic Ocean. For days, the ship was tossed and buffeted by the roaring sea. Eventually, the steering gear was damaged. What is the steering gear? It's the giant wheel they used to steer the boat. Well, the sky became blacker and blacker, and the winds grew fiercer and stronger. And suddenly, the poor sailors realized the ship had sprung a leak. Oh, no. Then what did they do? Sooner than one could blink an eye, Peanut, the pumps were manned. 
but the water rose faster than they could pump it out. So the sailors realized the task was hopeless and the ship was doomed. So the captain ordered the boats to be lowered. I don't get it. What boats? Well, Lizzie, normally giant ships like the one Mrs. Smith is talking about have a lot of extra smaller boats in case there's some sort of an accident to use in an emergency. Oh, I get it now. So then what happened? Joey, to make matters even worse than they already were, they soon found out that all but one lifeboat had been damaged from the terrible waves and winds. You mean they would have to all fit into one boat? And that's exactly what they tried to do, Rudy. Quickly, the men climbed in one by one, filling the small emergency boat to its capacity. There was just enough room to squeeze in the captain, who, like the noble Englishman he was, remained behind until all his sailors had gotten in first. He was about to step over the side of the ship, climb down the ladder to the boat. What happened next? Lizzie, would you please just let her finish the story? Well, there was a cry. The captain looked over his shoulder, and running toward him across the deck was a strange young boy, dirty-faced and clothed in rags. He was a stowaway. A stowaway? Yes, he had hid himself, and how he survived the storm only God knew. Then what happened, Mrs. Smith? Well, the captain shouted to the boy, Quick, lad, down the ladder! He needed no second warning. The boy flew down the ladder and into the boat, filling the last few inches of space. Then the sailors started crying to their captain, Come on! But the captain yelled, Push off! He knew that if he had put his weight into the boat, he would have caused the death of everyone. So they left their captain? Well, they had little choice, Rudy. And when they were at a safe distance away, they could see the ship had taken its plunge into the sea, bearing the noble captain to his ocean grave. What a story! So then what happened next? Well, after many days of hardship, finally, the men and the stowaway were picked up by a passing vessel and reached safely to land. And never did the stowaway forget the captain's enormous sacrifice. He went on to tell others of his heroic deed and how his life had been spared. Now, children, what does this story remind you of? I know it reminds me of what Jesus did for his people, Mrs. Smith. He is the captain, and those God has showed mercy upon are the stowaways. You're correct, Peanut. Nobody deserves to be saved because we are born into this world as awful sinners under the just wrath of God. Yet the Bible says in Romans 5, 9, While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He took our place. He took the terrible punishment we deserve if we belong to him. And when the stowaway told others what had happened to him and the sacrifice of the captain, shouldn't we as his redeemed people also tell others of this wonderful gospel? Yes, Peanut, the whole gospel message of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Boys and girls, you're soaked. I'll get some towels and some hot chocolate with marshmallows. We're fine, Mrs. G, and we're glad to be out of this storm. Thank you.
Well, I hope you're all getting nice and warm and ready to begin our lesson for today. Thanks, Grandpa. Yep. Yes. Thank you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing Aline and the children back safely on this stormy day and for the interesting time they had together. We pray now that you would bless your word to each person listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can I say today's memory verse, Mr. G? Sure, Joy. That would be great. And then we'll hear it sung. Psalms 51, 4 through 5. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, when thou speakest and Let me briefly give you the background of this Bible lesson from Psalm 51. King David, the king of Israel, had taken something that didn't belong to him. What did he take? Well, Rudy, he took another man's wife. That man was Uriah, and David was very, very wicked and stole this man's wife. Her name was Bathsheba. How could the king steal this man's wife? Lizzie, King David had sent Uriah and his whole army out to battle God's enemies while he stayed back at the palace. And while Uriah was away at war, King David took Uriah's wife, Bathsheba. Later, God sent his prophet Nathan to David and told David that what he had done was very wrong and sinful and selfish. Wow, what did the king do when Nathan told him how evil he had been? Wasn't David the king, the big boss, over everyone else? And wasn't David a man that said he loved God? Yes, Joy, those are excellent points. But David was utterly crushed and brokenhearted because he knew that he had disobeyed God and deserved to go to hell forever as punishment for this awful thing. As the scriptures teach, David prayed to God and begged him for forgiveness in his prayer in Psalm 51. David says what we all need to know, that all of us are sinners because we came into this world that way as babies. We all sin because that is our nature. And only God can change this as he decides to give his people a new heart. Isn't this what our memory verse says? Exactly, Lizzie. 
Will you say it for us again since we've come to the end of our program? Sure, Mr. G. Psalms 51, verse 4 and 5. Against thee, thee only have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. We hope you enjoyed our program today. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye! Bye.